Everybody, we are back on the crew factor. It is me, Nando, and Betty Diaz welcoming you to another episode. And we have a special guest today because it is Military Appreciation Week. So, Betty, do you want to introduce our guest for today? Yeah. So, on on the line, we have Hill Puvio. Did I say it right? <laughs> that is correct. Look at you. Yes, and he was in the Marine Corps. So first of all, thank you for your service. Yes, thank you. And we just want to appreciate you for, you know, this month's National Military Appreciation Month. So thank you so much. And thank you for being on the podcast with us. You're very welcome. And what people should know, uh, military members should be thanking you, Betty, because you're doing so many great things for us in the civilian world now. You're helping us transition into the civilian world and anything and everything that we need. You're one of the people that I know we can reach to reach out to. So I really appreciate you doing this. Not a problem. <laughs> so guys, uh, you know, the, the whole purpose of the crew factor is to bring to light this idea of we can be causing the matter, right? Any obstacle, anything we're facing, we ourselves can be the one to resolve it you know, be the ones to take charge and make things happen. And so my question to you, Hill, is how has your military training and experience, like how does that unfold now that you are no longer in the military and uh, helps you be cause in the matter in whatever it is that you're facing? And you know what's interesting? Interestingly enough, I think I should go back to even before I joined in the military because I was facing the obstacle of not having a place to live because I was practically homeless because mm. my parents uh, pretty much kicked me out at a young age because I'm, uh, I'm Haitian. And somehow, for some reason, it's like once you reach 18, it's, uh, you're supposed to be working or doing something, but I had the dreams of going to college. Unfortunately, I couldn't afford college, and I faced a lot of problems at home. And I wasn't one of those kids. When I say that, people often think that I was a troubled kid, but I wasn't. I wasn't one of those guys who would like joining gangs and stay out late and so on, just simply because I couldn't work and provide enough. So therefore, things didn't work out in the house. You know, when you have mother, grandparents, uncle, cousins, aunts living in the same house and you're 18 and they're looking at you as if you're supposed to bring something to the table. And I had in my head, I was looking at the bigger picture like, no, I want to go to college. So it created a lot of problems. And to, to mention that my uncle himself had his own issues that he had to deal with. So I told myself that um, this is a problem that I'm facing and I don't want to end up uh, maybe like running to the streets because I grew up in, a, in, a, in an area where th these things were common that people, kids my age who are facing problems at home turn to the street. And I knew that wasn't for me. I wasn't going to do one of those things. And it was right after September 11th happened. So that gave me a really good excuse to say after I'm done with high school, I'm going into the military and hopefully shape my life from there and pay for college. And uh, one of the things that I told myself I was going to do at 18, 19, was that uh, since I was kicked out of my house, I told myself that I was going to buy a big enough home to never be kicked out of another house again. And I ended up doing that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Betty. And you see now, because at work, we, we don't talk about these personal things, Betty, and now I feel like I'm being personal. But that's, that's, that's my main reason for joining the military. And now to include the military and how that has changed myself, me, I feel like even though I had the, the attitude of always wanting to do the better, always wanting to not fall into the stereotypes, like, you know what, I feel 
some people think of like young black men, like it's either we play basketball or we we're, we'll become rappers or if not, we end up in gangs and drug dealing and those kind of things. Obviously, I didn't want to live that life, so I joined in the military. And uh, after the military, I was able to use those skills and the experiences and the obstacles that I faced and over, and I had to overcome in the military to tell myself that I can push myself to do more. You wanted to go to college. Now you're able to afford college, and I'm actually doing my second degree now, my second bachelor's now. So it was the, the military, I felt like, giving me that, that, that security, that that push now it's more like now if you don't do it it's because you don't want to do it because you can afford college you can afford to do this you have the military experience in your resume like you're able to get a job i'm able to go straight to a company and knock on a door or even i mean I, I interviewed with you betty and you saw how aggressive like in the not in a bad way as in like yo take me take me like how much i I showed you that I wanted to do this. I wanted so, to Hill, would you You're being caused in the matter. You really well, Yeah, I was gonna say, would you say that the military helped you hone in on your confidence so you can show up and, and know that you would be the right person it, for this job? I, I want to say that, but for some reason I always felt like I was that confident, but problems at home shied me away from because I got promoted in boot camp. So within my first day in boot camp, I was able to take charge. So I, it wasn't like I had a confidence issue it's more like i had a uh, security issue now mm -hmm. i don't have that anymore i feel like i don't have to depend on my parents i don't have okay. to worry about my somebody telling me hey you're getting kicked out because the military covered that so it allowed kind of like filling that gap for me to go out and conquer the world so did the military provide any training that, oh, that definitely, okay so let's talk about that like so what would you say would be one thing that the military taught you that you're using now in order to like really push push things forward the the can do attitude because in the military we believe as long as you're breathing you're alive and you're able to accomplish things and i apply those same rules now whether it's school whether it's uh my civilian job or whoever i'm dealing with so i kind i felt like i feel like the military definitely sh shaped me to be able to take over the world, whether I'm working alone or working in a team. So those are like the two big things I feel like the military uh, has has given to me or shaped me, shapes me into. Got it, got it. And it, it just really sounds like you, you know, from what I'm hearing, you on your own already had that you know, can do attitude and, and that confidence and then being in the military really just like amplified it. And, exactly. And exactly. who we're hearing now, who we see now is is that, right? So exactly. That, oh, oh, I would say the military confirmed that. Confirmed that. Yeah, you do have that and you can do that. Just get up and go out and make it happen. Don't listen to people telling you you can't do something. So guys, thank you. This what a great conversation. Our time is up here. Um, but I really want to thank you, Hill, for joining us and Betty for bringing him to the crew factor and, and having yeah, it was very inspiring, right? Yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys for, thank you for listening to another episode of the crew factor crew will be back pretty soon. In the meantime, this is Nando and Betty signing off and thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys. Thank you.